And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created in We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crying in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it! My life has value! We'll get together, have a few laughs. Does that situation in Nevada hurt a little bit? No, I mean, Nevada, it's such a scam. They were supposed to have a primary. Trump rigged it so that the GOP chairman, who's been indicted, would go and create a caucus. We knew months ago that we weren't going to spend a day or a dollar in Nevada because it wasn't worth it. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't even count Nevada. That wasn't anything we were looking at. We knew that was rigged from the start. Sure. Our focus is on South Carolina, Michigan, Super Tuesday. So if you look what we did in Iowa and you look what we did in New Hampshire, we're continuing to grow. That's what matters, I think, more than anything else. But look at what happened this week. Mm. Here you have Republicans lost a major vote on the border. Mm -hmm. Republicans lost a major vote on Israel. Donald Trump was found that he will not have immunity in all of these court cases coming up. The RNC chair is fired. Mm -hmm. All of this chaos is happening around us and Donald Trump's fingerprints are on every bit of it. We can't continue as the Republican Party to go forward with this chaos. You don't defeat Democrat chaos with Republican chaos. Mm. And that's why we've got to see a change. I agree. We got to see a change, Nikki. I can't believe that she like it's going to be hard to do this without defending Trump because I mean, I don't know. You kind of can to an extent. Well, he wasn't even on the primary ballot in Nevada, too. That's a funny thing. So here's the thing about getting prosecuted yeah. and going to jail, prison, yeah. or any damn thing that says you can't be president of the United States. Al Capone ran his empire behind the bars. He wouldn't be behind bars. All he'd have to do is grant himself immunity. Boom, he's out running the country well, if, if he won. But So she's just trying to sow discontent any way that she can at that guy because obviously he's a competitor and... He is smoking the living hell out of her at every corner. Yeah. But first thing I got to say about that is welcome to the Iowa Talk Guys podcast. I'm your host, TP. I'm your host, Theo. And I'm Iraq. And obviously, we're talking a little bit about Nikki Haley today. Namrata. 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 What you got, Iraq? You got them stats, don't you? This is who Nikki Haley lost to in Nevada. Who is none of these candidates? Uh, none, none of these candidates. So nobody? That's right. What was that percentage? NBC News is reporting 63.4%. I have a 61% with Reuters. What is uh, what is that? What are those and two? A, a 32 for Haley, excuse me, sorry. And what are those okay. two? 
Yeah, I was going to say for Haley. It was 32 for that. And then yeah. what was the other one you had, E-Rock? Uh, Mike Pence in third. But what was Nikki <laughs> Haley? 3.9%. What was Nikki Haley's percentage though on that? 30.4. Okay. Hmm. Interesting that they would have, have differed. I mean, it's plus or minus three type of situation. I guess she got rocked. She it, there's no by nobody discrepancy. Of oh, course, she got rocked by somebody. Of course, the house is rigged. It's Vegas, baby. You know that's Donald Trump's <laughs> vote right there. And I'm surprised they didn't write him in like New Hampshire did with uh, Biden. Right? So well, yeah. But I don't know if they have that law in Nevada. I've never been to Vegas. I've only ever driven through. <laughs> Frankly, going there and visiting, I'm. I, I just have no interest in doing that. So I had a time machine. I'd like to go back during like the 50s or 60s. That yeah, would be fun. Sure. 70s. Stardust. Mm-hmm. But. Flamingo. Running Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just would imagine like that being such a business town with money just changing and whatnot. They would like the completely bogus, but nonetheless, appeal of a Donald Trump free market type free it all back up and get her get her going again doesn't he have a giant tower in in vegas too that says trump on it i don't know I'm Why? Sure. so he can build another casino that's gonna fail oh yeah a casino i mean what do you mean didn't he have one in atlanta atlantic city atlantic, atlantic city. city new jersey i guess yeah didn't he have fights there and shit yeah it was a bad investment well whatever the left likes to bring that up okay it's a casino yeah, he's got the Trump International Hotel in Las Vegas, so Nikki Haley doesn't have a hotel in Vegas. Namorada, no, but she has a some odd million dollar house. She's got that she got after book. not having any money and working for Boeing, right? Good book deals too, remember? That's right. So she's got a lot going for her. She's got a lot of Wall Street money rolling in right now. And that Reed Hoffman money. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I was trying to remember his name earlier today. I'm glad you said that. Uh She's still getting money, so it's yeah, like, LinkedIn, right? Yeah, so it's like, what the hell, Taylor Swift? What's going on? What Taylor's behind her? Yeah, remember we said that in the last? Or no, that was uh, E. Jean Carroll. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was also funding E. Jean Carroll. We we said that in the the last one with the Taylor Swift show. Yeah, which is hilarious, right? Weird. The guy's funding E. Jean Carroll and donating money to Namorata. So on that Reuters article. About Nimrata. Nimrata. Haley loses Republican Nevada primary to none of these candidates by Tim Reed and Jarrett Renshaw, February 7th, 2024. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley suffered an embarrassing defeat Nevada's primary on Tuesday, finishing behind ballots marked, quote, none of these candidates by supporters of Donald Trump, according to Edison Research. Duh. Sorry, called it. Yeah, just like you said. Trump's fault, like she was saying in the beginning. Haley, the last remaining rival to frontrunner Trump for the Republican presidential nomination, I would hardly call her a rival, was the only major Republican candidate contesting the party's Nevada primary on Tuesday. Trump was not on the ballot. Which I thought was weird. Like I figured they would have been able to write him in, but like I said, I don't know. I'll, we'll have Jeeves update him on the laws. So they can do that. 
Welcome back to Meet the Press Now. I'm Peter Alexander. None of these candidates, that is who technically won the Republican primary in Nevada last night with former Governor Nikki Haley coming in a distant second place despite Trump not even being on the ballot. The Republican primary situation is messy in Nevada with a party holding a caucus tomorrow night where Mr. Trump will be on the ballot. But this result was a significant rebuke of Haley's campaign, which is vowed to stay in the race through her home state of South Carolina and through Super Tuesday, despite what is an increasingly difficult, if not perhaps impossible, path to the nomination. You're watching First Edition, folks. Nikki Haley has lost Nevada's Republican primary, but not to Donald Trump. The former U.S. president's name wasn't on the ballot because he's competing in the caucus, meaning she lost to the option, none of the above. Trump wasn't on the Nevada primary ballot, but his name was listed on February 8th in a presidential caucus, being run by the Nevada GOP. The confusion over having two competing contest states to 2021, when Democrats, who at the time controlled both Nevada's governor's office and the legislature, passed a law changing the presidential nominating contest from long-held caucuses to a state-run primary. The Nevada GOP objected, but in 2023 their legal bid to stop the primary from going forward was rejected. In a twist, the judge in the case allowed the state Republicans to hold their own caucuses, where all 26 delegates will be up for grabs. The state GOP ruled that candidates who put their name on the state-run primary ballot could not take part in the caucuses. Trump won the Nevada caucus and has now won all three Republican contests so far, adding the Silver State to Iowa and New Hampshire. U.S. President Joe Biden easily won Nevada's Democratic presidential primary after dominating his party's first nominating contest in South Carolina on Saturday. With more than 70% of the votes counted, Biden had 90% support. Who gives a shit? Joe Lombardo, Nevada's Republican governor and a Trump supporter, had said he would vote, quote, none of these candidates, end quote, on Tuesday and caucus for Trump on Thursday. It is interesting to see people do what they perceive as flipping off the establishment. I mean, it's entertaining, right? If nothing else. Um, I'm just so salty. It can, it can be very interesting that people think that they're flipping off the establishment. but I, like, I know. That's what I'm saying. So, like, their heart's in the right place. I'm trying to be forgiving and graceful here. <laughs> Cut me some slack, please. You're right. I apologize. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting to see, though. I mean, yeah, it's just people go are going crazy over this guy. I mean, just to see since 2016, we're going eight years now, since 2015. 19 years or nine years excuse me people have just been freaking out over this guy losing their damn minds yeah on purpose it's like they threw it away he's going to jail this time i mean simple who cares but i mean if he doesn't get elected they pull some shit he's in trouble dude they wouldn't let it go like hey you ran buddy we're giving it all to you throwing the book yeah but anyways so Namarata has also tried pushing this uh, this one agenda that I, we've been seeing a lot of stuff. I've been seeing a lot of headlines for a lot of things on the old interwebs, on the Instagrams and stuff, right? I don't know if you've seen any of this stuff on Twitter. 
But people, I think I shared a video with you guys a while, a couple, maybe a week ago, a couple days ago. I can't remember. But there's a, I, I went to DuckDuckGo and I typed in like American Sil- Second Civil War election 2024, right? Because we all already know uh, Leave the World Behind. That's like a fallout EMP type deal. The and Obama then, funded movie or whatever. And then there's that other movie coming out, Civil War about an American civil war. And there's a bunch of great podcasts out there that are already doing stuff. Drew Misson's been on a few of them. I think he just did one with the uh Chris or the Conspiracy Theater 3000. He's getting ready to drop that on uh Leave the World Behind. Now, here's some the headlines like I was saying. Here's one from Politico. The threat of civil breakdown is real. That was April 21st, 2023. Here's another one from brookings.edu. The risk of election violence in the United States in 2024. January 27th, 2023. So they're already getting ready to prep people. Yeah. They were doing this last year. And it was kind of under their radar. This uh, this next article head here, MIT. The threat of civil breakdown is real. That's an April 21st, 2023 article also. But then Politico came out. With a recent one, the unpredictable but entirely possible events that could throw 2024 election into turmoil, January 5th, 2025. Or, I'm sorry, 2024. It's like they're predicting it. Yeah, and like I said, they're pre-programming people for some type of event. They, Soft it's, they disclosure. Have, they have been for years. Yeah. Go back to the Book of Eli. I mean, even the Mad Max films, right? I mean, it's almost like we've been being pre-programmed that there's going to be some type of apocalypse happening. Apparently, the Chinese media is seizing on the U.S. tensions to float false civil war theories. Why wouldn't they? The Chinese? This is a CNN. I mean, yeah. It's pretty easy. That's low-hanging fruit right now, isn't it? Well, yeah, and they said (sighs) China has like 50 to 1 of our fucking hack. They have like 50 to 1 hackers to our anti-hackers. Yeah. Here's a wired. I can only imagine how many people in China know how to just like basic code. Oh, these are the government workers. Well, this is the military. I, I know. I'm just saying, like, I'm sure they have a bit of a crop. According to Wired.com, Russia is also boosting calls for civil war over the Texas border crisis. Well, it's an issue. Uh, something came across my YouTube feed last night, like DeSantis is sending more troops or something, or National Guardsmen. Yeah, there's been National Guardsmen being sent from all, all over the country down there to help out. Which isn't the first time, to be right. fair. Bush has done it. And we'll get into that here in a little bit. Okay, yeah. But yeah, that, that Wired article, and all it says, an all-encompassing Russian disinformation campaign is using everything from bots to lifestyle influencers to powerful state-run media to sow division in the United States. How is Russia controlling powerful state-run media in the United States to so division? They just pull this shit out of their ass. By hmm. having Tucker Carlson do an interview with Vladimir. I mean... Yeah. But this is, hold on. This is by David Gilbert, February 7th, 2024. Go, go ahead, Theo. Well, it's just like, this is something that needs to happen. You can't just constantly gag over the playboy, Zelensky. It's, it's freaking embarrassing. That dude is a joke. They treat him like it's a, they treat it like it's everybody's seen the CNN thing, right? Where they're like, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, come on, that dude is a freaking coked out lunatic. 
that has wiped yeah. out a generation of Ukrainian men. That's one of our very earliest memes was uh, Zelensky preparing for a, um, a media appointment. I talked to a guy recently and directed him to a website. And he's like, man, the first thing I saw was about Russia, Ukraine. But well, I told him it was about economics. And uh, and I was like, yeah, dude, they're going to give stuff like that to you straight. And it's about markets, too. It has to do with markets. I was like, anybody that thinks Ukraine is going to defeat Russia in this is out of their damn mind. Right. <laughs> Agreed. Which we've said a thousand times. Anyway. Yeah. E-Rock's showing us the video right now. Oh, the... You want me to play it? Yeah, let's oh, play the, it. The one where Zelensky's CNN. getting sucked off <laughs> while getting interviewed by CNN. As a human being, so many people look up to you. They rely on you. No one can imagine how hard that is. Do you do, you do anything for your to yourself? Are you ever able to take a minute to, to read or to listen to music or something to sort of give yourself that uh, a moment? I have such moments, important, to be in silence, to be alone. And early, early in the morning, when there are no thousand sounds, no people, no, no, nobody, I mean the people, people, our staff, I mean no, nobody is, is, is in my cabinet, nobody. Yeah. I can just read, think, think, and the music helps. Isn't that grand that he gets some peace and quiet and gets to listen to music? To take himself away from the war. Surrounded by my guards and my piles of cocaine I mean, yeah. and American money. What about the so Ukrainian... you don't look up to him? No, no. What about the Ukrainian men being drugged off the street to fight a war that Zelensky could have 100% prevented? And could have ended already. Yeah. But that's a whole nother episode. And you know what? A lot of that is partially not his fault. Yeah. Because of turd faces like London and Washington, D.C., and Anywho, we didn't get to hear what kind of music he listened to. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. uh, was he playing that piano part in the background? Uh, phallus piano, uh, phallus piano, <laughs> yeah, phallus piano. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, anyways, piano. And getting back to this Wired episode, Wired has also obtained exclusive access to data from two separate disinformation research groups that demonstrate a coordinated Russian effort on Telegram and X, formerly Twitter to sow discord by pushing the narrative that the U.S. is heading for civil war. Well, Are we've sure? never seen tensions this high in our lifetimes, and we're not incredibly old, but I doubt our parents really have either. We, we've we even heard some probably more forward-thinking boomers say, you know, that this is a little higher than ever. Like the doomsday clock getting pushed. Yeah. Again. Two weeks ago to 90 seconds. To oh, me. yeah. We've mentioned that on the show before. And it keeps getting pushed. Uh-oh. Just in the two years that we've been doing this show, dude, it's, it's moved two times. Wow. And we have people to thank to about to do it. Like this guy who talk like this. Getting my silent time. His eyes look like he has been up all night long. Not with peace of quiet, but maybe some bikini-clad girls. No, no. And bottles of Budley. Worrying about the front lines. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and going back to the min 90 seconds to midnight, uh, an update, Taylor Swift won a bunch of Grammys. Oh, my goodness. For her album, Who? Midnight's. Cares. Congratulations, Gaylor Swift. Yeah. 
I I wonder if those article headlines that we read earlier that I read earlier from last year were those Russian information then from CNN and MIT and bookings.edu because according to why we don't know i don't know yeah they could have been who knows the this disinformation campaign began in earnest in late january and expanded after russian politics spoke out when the u.s supreme court lifted an order by a lower court and sided with president joe biden's administration to rule that the u.s border patrol officers were allowed to take down razor wire fencing erected by the texas national guard and then days later that's when Abbott was like, piss off, wanker. He didn't say that, but no. Yeah. We all know what happens. Go listen to our, our other episode about what happened at the border crisis. When he sent down them troops, told them to leave, the border patrol was like, there's drowning people. We need to save them. <laughs> Turns out they were already dead already before dead. the border patrol even knew what the hell was going on. Yeah, so hold on. Who are we talking disinformation about? Because I agree with Senator Rand Paul when he says that the biggest spreader of disinformation is the federal government. Globally. Around the world. That's weird. Our Especially at a time of war. Absolutely. Remember, what was that act? Propaganda is legal now. Oh, yeah. We, we talked about that. That was 2022? I can't remember. Or 2023? But go back. Yeah. Go back and listen. Jeeves. In July 2013... The ban on U.S. government made propaganda from being broadcast to Americans was lifted by the repel of the Smith Munt Modernization Act. In a remarkably creative spin, the supporters of this said that allowing Americans to see American propaganda is actually a victory for transparency. Yeah, dude. Um, thank you, Jeeves. Yeah, thank you, Jeeves. It's hard to believe anything really at this point, right? I mean, when. Before the recording, Iraq was shoving that video of Zelensky in our face dancing. You asked the question, TP, but is that real? Yeah, well, we have to ask that now. He's done shit like that. And that was like not even worrisome. He's just looked like a belly dancer. He's a comedian. Get it right. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's a knows? comedian right now. He's real funny. He's been a funny guy for the past two years. I mean, you've seen the Tom Cruise deep fakes, right? Yeah, or just like uh, the Taylor Swift ones you jerked off to. <laughs> Thanks. I wasn't well, saying you. Or uh, like if you get on YouTube and look up like Bill Hader's impressions, the Saturday Night Live guy of uh, Tom Cruise or like Al Pacino or Robert De Niro, they'll change his face and it actually like yeah. looks like him. Yeah. They tried doing it better in the uh, the Italian, the latest one he did with Joe Pesci and the irishman the irishman thank you sorry yeah. speaking I, of uh, i don't know de niro with blue eyes was just weird and uh i gotta credit a friend with helping me recognize that without naming him speaking of uh saturday night live did you see nikki haley on there last weekend what are you being serious no really no. how did that how did that go no All i right. didn't watch it i turned it off because suck is yes. like because she her. <laughs> Did you have some? Sorry, I interrupted you. No, just like her. Because, yeah, she's dry. She obviously doesn't have much of a personality. She's completely fake. I mean, and you can tell it's rare. I easy. bet she was a good actor, though. You think so? <laughs> well, she was touching on Trump's mental competency. Really? Oh, yeah, I saw because, that. Because uh, she was, or he was mixing her up with Pelosi 
uh, whatever. And her and it's fifty million dollar legal fees. I mean that that would be easy to do. They're pretty much the same person. Great at business. They got just absolutely cutting edge, forward thinking business minds, right? Right. Smart financial decisions. Nikki Haley and Nancy Pelosi. Okay, our next question comes from someone who describes herself as a concerned South Carolina voter. Yes, hello. My question is, why won't you debate Nikki Haley? Oh my God, it's her. The woman who was in charge of security on January 6th. It's Nancy Pelosi. For the 100th time, that is not Nancy Pelosi. It is Nikki Haley. Are you doing okay, Donald? You might need a mental competency test. You know what I did? I took the test and I aced it, okay? Perfect score. They said I'm 100% mental and, you know, I'm competent because I'm a man. That's why a woman should never run our economy. Women are terrible with money. In fact, a woman I know recently asked me for $83.3 million. Anyway, some of that Russian propaganda was dropped here on this news.com.au. Allegedly, this is either actual news or Russian propaganda. We don't know now. Okay, on Australian ABC, yeah, yeah. Australian broadcasting, January twenty eighth, twenty twenty four, by a Sarah Witten. Rumpfutten, Rumpfutten. Large groups of concern. Oh, the I'm sorry. The title is wide open. U.S. on brink of civil unrest. So, La- Russian disinformation. Yeah. Large groups of concerned Americans are traveling toward the southern border and vowed to act like, quote, soldiers, unquote. All right. Large groups of concerned Americans are traveling toward the southern border to demand action from Biden administration to fix the, quote, wide open, unquote, flood of illegal immigrants, which they're not wrong. We've talked about this. No, the numbers prove it. It's actually it's a fact backed by data compared to older data. Yes. 100% provable. Correct. Uh, Fellow, quote, fellow citizens and compatriots, I call on you in the name of liberty, of patriotism, and everything dear to the American character to come to our aid with all dispatch, unquote. Pete Chambers, one of the coalition's commanders. I am the Clint commander. Wrote on the Take Our Border Back website. He used come patriots, not patriots. Wrong verbiage. No one's coming to show up to help him. Uh, Breaker 1-9, this here's a rubber duck. You got a copy on me, love machine? Oh, 10-4, pig pen. For sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Taco Town. Yeah, we definitely got us the front door, good buddy. Mercy sakes alive, looks like we got us a convoy. The multi-state convoy is set to begin on February 3rd. Take our border back, wrote in a press release. They're sending a convoy from cities from Virginia Beach, Virginia to Eagle Pass, Texas. The truck gathering will branch off and hold rallies in Arizona, California, and Texas, the press release said. The convoy aims to send a message to local, state, and federal officials to close the border and deport all illegal immigrants and its plan to quote shed light on open borders well we're trying to shed light on the open borders too right yeah i mean fuck yeah it's nuts well the border bill got shut down 
thanks to the Republicans. Really? Yeah, well, there's a lot of stuff in there that was not going to be very Action. helpful for our country at all. I mean, that's what they do. They throw bullshit on it that would make it like not palatable, right? Yeah, give themselves raises and shit. Or and it was also Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And Israel. Right. And this was another one of those. They said, we got to pass the bill to find out what's <laughs> in it. The old Nancy. Yeah. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Where's Nancy? Drunk Nancy. Yeah. Drunk As Nancy. As Theo quoted her. Yeah. <laughs> old Drunk Nancy. Old drunk Nancy. I mean, hey, we've all... Everybody sitting at this table around this old table talking in these microphones has been there mm-hmm. so we can say it, but we don't we're not do the it. speaker of the house either. Yeah. We're not doing it while we're working. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 20, 20 billion for the border. Meanwhile, they were one 60 billion to Ukraine, what? 24 to Israel. They're calling it a border package. <laughs> yeah. Who's border asshole. <laughs> what the hell dude? Just like this, the- this is just how backwards everything is. Just like the Patriot Act. You're Unreal, not, yes. You're not a patriot unless you go for it, man. Just, and uh, Obamacare. <laughs> yeah. Obamacare as well. That's the, where the drunk, affordable a care act. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's where drunk Nancy did it. And it was still allowing 50,000 illegal immigrants a day and automatic work permits to asylum recipients. I can still remember her face. Nancy's? Yeah, she just looks so evil. You have to oh, yeah. pass it to figure it out. While she's drinking her vodka. Yeah. Those are crazy numbers to get back to Iraq's. Meanwhile, though, the IRS is cracking down on shit more now, too, I saw. You know, we already know they hired those 87,000 agents. The war on the American people. The war at home. Mm-hmm. Russian, Russian disinformation, huh? Well, the federal government's cracking down on us to an extent. Definitely Russian disinformation, dude. So that trucker but- convoy... I think it's just a honeypot. I don't know. It could be. Uh, we're going to see what they're going to do uh, as far as like what they did uh, in the Canadian trucker convoy, right? It really makes you think because, yeah, is that a honeypot? Like E-Rock just asked. I mean, That's why it's very safe to just, no, we're going to stay away from that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, I mean. Don't want knows? our bank accounts to be frozen or anything like that. Exactly. Which I did see some news that. Apparently, Canadian, the Canadian Supreme Court, or whatever the equivalent of, ruled that, that was illegal for Trump or for Trudeau to do that. Really? Yeah. Shocker. Um, just a quick update on Canada. Isn't Pierre Poulevois gaining steam? Joe Rogan just told Canadians, I think, on his show. I don't know. I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything about it. To vote for Poulevois. Canada. A piece of shit. Canada, get your shit together. Come back. Come back to what you used to be. That He's, Pierre Polivier guy, however you say his name. That guy makes sense. The Russian disinformation stuff, talking about civil <laughs> unrest and everything, dude. I just want to remind people, we're going to go back in time a little bit. Going back to 2016. Trump versus Hillary. Remember? Everybody remember that? Yeah, of right? course. Twitter so, was great back then. So I went back and I looked up a lot of things. Were great. YouTube was pretty hopping. Trump warns of World War III if Clinton is elected. CNN politics. That's October 25th, 2016. Fair warning, I would say. TheDailyBeast.com. Hillary Clinton is right. Donald Trump threatens World War III. He was a little bit better on the foreign policy front. There's another one, October 3rd, 2016, by BBC. Trump, Clinton's foreign policy 
plan would start World War Three. I mean, I don't doubt it. They're, Victoria Coolin is going around everywhere doing her thing still. So that would have started in 2016 probably. But then yeah. two years after that I, bet that, I bet the Ukraine war would have started then. Well, in 2017 October, old Senator Bob Cocker, sorry, Croker, Trump setting U.S. quote on the path of World War Three unquote. That must have been Russian disinformation as well, huh? Probably not. So they've been either pushing this for a while or they're, they're and they're just all full of shit still, too. I don't know. Well, they are to an extent, but they could be disclosing it, too. Right. Because, yeah, I mean, it's revelation. We are, of the we're, method. We're, we are sprinting that way at this point, figuratively. Revelation of the method. Yeah. So that was 2016. Let's go to 2020. Theo found a uh, pretty awesome article here about. So, like, I guess in a scenario of like if if civil war if civil war happened. Well, this is just that. It's like a consideration by Duke University, Charlie Dunlap, Juris Doctorate, second June 2020. Mobilizing the military for domestic operations, some legal considerations. In a speech Monday evening, President Trump declared, quote, all Americans were rightly sickened and revolted by the brutal death of George Floyd, end quote, and said he was, quote, mobilizing all available federal resources, civilian and military, to stop the rioting and looting and end the destruction and arson and to protect the rights of law-abiding Americans, end quote. Let's unpack this a bit and examine some legal considerations gleaned from prior Lawfire posts and other sources. So yeah, Lawfire is the name of this Duke University outfit. Context. In the aftermath of the tragic death of George Floyd, several governors have mobilized their National Guard forces, often at the behest of mayors and other state officials, to counter outbreaks of rioting and violence in cities across the nation. According to the National Guard Bureau, troops in 23 states have been activated by governors to try to quell the disorders. However, as unrest continued, the president addressed the nation. After noting the nation's revulsion about Floyd's death, Trump said his, quote, administration is fully committed that for George and his family, justice will be served, end quote. He then insisted that he would fight to protect people. He's the law and order president, but is the ally of peaceful protesters and whatnot to paraphrase what he says later in the speech. He said he quote, strongly recommended end quote that state governors deploy the national guard in sufficient numbers to establish quote an overwhelming law enforcement presence until the violence has been quelled end quote. Well, when the violence reached points in let's say Minneapolis that they found a burnt body in an auto zone, you know, that burned down. I don't know. Everybody considers maybe the National Guard should get called or something like that. Or some Korean grocery store owners. That's that's what my if, first choice. What if like 200-something bodies were found buried behind a prison? Do you think the National Guard should be calling for that? Um, <sighs> I think that should be a national. <clears throat> you know what happens in under- Chaz when they take over <laughs> yeah. a, a police precinct? Was yeah. It? yeah. Oh, yeah. Burn one down. Didn't they, or they burned down and set one on fire, didn't they? Yeah. No, under normal circumstances, to answer your question, TP, you would expect the FBI to investigate. But guess what? 
Yeah, we have not heard anything about this story. Well, nice to do an update. We will when we can. When but we can yeah, yeah, so far we might have to get old. Uh, what's his name? Slick Rick or whatever the the activist. See if we can get him on the show. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be badass. But uh, man, it's just crazy. Can't depend on anybody. Like we're living in this time where all of the institutions are failing us. They're falling all around us. There's no reason to trust any of them. Are there any that you can think of? Like maybe your church, but even to an extent, everything's run by men. Humans. Yeah, dude, that's a good point. I mean, it's and there are most of your churches, everybody's church, my church, they're five hundred one C three. I mean, there is something to be said about that. They're gonna you do, will comply. Yeah, when the IRS is not taxing you, I. It's that simple. That's it. We should start a church. <laughs> no, but You're maybe right. we should start. Bible podcast. Anyway, to be determined. Mm. Then we wouldn't have to pay taxes. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's uh interesting how later on in this paper we'll call it from Live Lawfire at Duke. Duke University. They bring up the Posse Commentatus Act. Let's first address the dispatch of the quote heavily armed soldiers, end quote. As a general proposition, the Posse Comitatus Act, PCA, or DOD Directive, for short, precludes using the active duty military as a, quote, a Posse Comitatus, or otherwise to execute the law, end quote, except, quote, under circumstances expressly authorized by the Constitution or Act of Congress, end quote. How could an Act of Congress do that? I don't know. Like, how could you, you mean a, a group of American citizens sit in a room and, and declare killing the, the military? Yeah. Use the military as law enforcement, unarmed citizens or, yeah, that, I don't know. Is that even lawful for Congress to do? I don't know. That'd be interesting to look. The commander in chief. Do you do it? No, the commander in chief can do it. Authorized by the constitution or act Congress. Well, politicians have said before that, when it's all said and done, the president has total authority over the military. Not every involvement with civilian law enforcement is forbidden by the act. The military can, for example, furnish indirect assistance such as equipment, training, and advice without violating the PCA. The relevant Department of Defense directive is DOD 3025.21. Defense support of civilian law enforcement agencies, and it explains what assistance is or is not usually barred by the PCA. Joint publication Defense Support of Civil Authorities provides a quick summary of what PCA typically prohibits. And what it explains, it has a picture here of this, is that it prohibits direct assistance by military personnel, activities such as interdiction of a vehicle, vessel, or aircraft. Meaning commandeering one, right? A search or seizure. That's important. An arrest, apprehension, stop and frisk, interviews, and questioning of potential witnesses or similar activity. Use of military personnel for surveillance or pursuit of individuals or as undercover agents, informants, investigators, or interrogators. Haven't there been spooky pictures of, like, the SEAL guys at the Boston bombing and stuff like that? Uh, they were, it was a private contracting company. Oh, really? 
Um, okay. Can't remember the name. Jeeves, help us out. One conspiracy is that private security forces, or Navy SEALs, were behind the Boston bombing attacks on April 15, 2013. This theory has its roots in a series of well-distributed photographs, taken both before and after the Boston Marathon bombings, that show two men in tan cargo pants, black jackets, and black backpacks, who appear to have been standing watch near the race's finish line, and to have been surveying the scene after the bombs went off. A number of theorists contend, that these men are employees of, Kraft International, an elite private security firm, and that they played a role in carrying out the bombings. A photograph that shows a third, similarly dressed man using some sort of device, near the finish line after the bombing, has been interpreted by some theorists to be a photograph of one of the men detonating one of the devices. Thank you, Jeeves. But yeah, they were pictured in numerous uh, photos taken by street cameras and personal phones. The the Punisher logo. Yeah, with the Punisher logo on there. Statutory exceptions to the Posse Comitatus Act. There are a number of statutes which provide exceptions to the prohibitions of the PCA. Insurrection Act. The Army's Excellent Domestic Operational Law 2018 Handbook for Judge Advocates points out that, quote, under the Unter. Unter the, quote, under the Insurrection Act, federal forces may be used to restore law and order, end quote, as the use of federal forces to quell civil, civil disturbances is expressly authorized by federal statute. The prescriptions of the PCA are inapplic- inapplicable when the president is exercising authority under the Insurrection Act so they can do whatever they want. It's a little scary. Stop and frisk. And what what I thought about this earlier when I was going through the article is what scares me is they were trying to call January 6th an insurrection. Yeah. I'll bet you if those psychopaths thought that they could get a bill passed, they would. If they could have. But they didn't even try. Um, Must have been the lack of evidence. Well, I would imagine that they knew that all of them would have had people breathing down their necks in their district probably even nancy drunk nancy and maybe we've been waiting for this maybe it would have been more than david de pape naked with a hammer well he had his clothes on when he hit uh when he hit old uh what's his face oh paul 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 pelosi when he put him to sleep with that one strike from the hammer right in front of the cops hi how you doing What's going on, man? Everything's good. Hi. Drop the hammer. Um, nope. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. What is going on right now? I'm not getting an answer on Well, wasn't the Insurrection Act an outcome of the Civil War? 
and that's what they're trying to trip Trump on. The Insurrection Act gives U.S. presidents the authority to deploy active duty military, to maintain or restore peace in times of crisis. The Insurrection Act was invoked numerous times in the 20th century, most famously when, Dwight D. Eisenhower, sent the 101st Airborne Division, to enforce the desegregation of public schools in Little Rock, Arkansas. But the origins of the Insurrection Act date back more than 200 years to a bizarre chapter in American history, when Aaron Burr plotted to raise an army and establish his own dynasty, in either the Louisiana Territory or Mexico. Since 1807, the Insurrection Act has been amended several times to meet different political challenges. In 1861, Abraham Lincoln expanded the law to form the legal basis for waging the Civil War. Without it, he wouldn't have had the authority to send federal troops into a state without the governor's permission. After the Civil War, the Insurrection Act was further amended to give the President authority to enforce the 14th Amendment and the conditions of Reconstruction in the South. It's interesting because Lincoln actually did some very unsavory shit that yeah. people don't talk about, such as uh, disregarding posse comitatus. Uh, federal soldiers were used, uh, particularly in southern states afterwards. There was many reasons why people wanted to shoot him in the back of the head in the theater. Um, suppression of journalists. Uh, journalists were jailed, died in jail. Yeah, that's that, very un-American. Yeah, like the most. So calm down, Zelensky. <laughs> Zelensky's a hero. That dude's eyes in that interview that we played. My goodness. He looked out of his mind. But he was trying to hold it together. Yeah, he looked. He, he looked like it was shitty European house music in a club with lights and shit all over is what he looked like. Well, there's a reason why the camera angles were all weird. Keeping it away from him as and I, much as possible. I can't remember who that journalist lady was, but... uh. She I mean, said she's, some dumb she's, shit in the past. Yeah, she's, you know, one of those, she's an attractive lady on CNN. Can't remember her name. Erin Burnett. Just absolutely acting. You could just tell. Just throwing herself at this guy. It was, it was pitiful. Yeah, so amazing. It was very pitiful. So anyway, I mean, I just, this, this article goes on for a long, long time. So it's just important to me that at least back in 2020, before the election, so Trump was still president, they're talking about using the military domestically yeah. to quell insurrections and stuff. Yeah. This is before January 6th. 6th. Whoa. Yeah. And they were, like, like we said already, in 2016, they were pushing the narrative for a civil war in America. Yeah. And I mean, people in Washington, D.C. would never take an idea from some jurist doctorate at an east coast blue blood school like duke and run with it no that would never happen mm -mm. some sinister plan they would never start a war based off of a false report given by a naval officer either were you referring to the gulf of Tonkin incident yeah i was thinking about colon colin powell yeah what weapons of mass destruction that's right we talk about it all the time so uh Oh, Obama's in Afghanistan. Or uh, Osama. Sorry. Osama's in Afghanistan. Yeah. I don't see how. But that's just speculation. You're, you're allowed to think whatever you think. Yeah. 
Do your own research. Don't believe a word we say. It's interesting. We'll have to do an update on this in the future. Uh, the Tucker Putin interview comes oh, out yeah, on yeah, yeah. the night that we're recording this. In right. Fact. So interesting. Guess what I'm going to be doing later tonight before I go to bed? Probably listen to that interview. Yeah. Well, apparently Hillary Clinton called Tucker a useful idiot. She would know. In response to the Putin interview. Did you see that meme of her on X where she was like in a pizza restaurant? There was pizza in front of her and she was like all covered in blood. Uh, no. And, and it said like 56 of my friends committed suicide or something like that. Wow. No, I did not see that. But I I think I did see that video that Iraq was talking about and she was saying like, he's been fired from every outlet he's ever worked for, blah, 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 blah. What does that tell you about Tucker Carlson and right-wing media and also Vladimir Putin? Well, it shows me what I think we've all known. He's what's called a useful idiot. I mean, if you actually read translations of what's being said on Russian media, they make fun of him. I mean, he's like a puppy dog. You know, he somehow has, after having been fired from so many outlets in the United States, he, uh, I would not be surprised uh, if he emerges with a contract with a Russian outlet because he is a useful idiot. He says things that are not true. He parrots Vladimir Putin's uh, pack of lies about Ukraine. Uh, so I don't see why Putin wouldn't give him an interview. Yeah, like, totally trying to drag Tucker Carlson's name through the mud. But I mean, he was a supposed CIA dropout, right? I mean, there, that is all. There's the potential for that always. Just and, like, and we've wondered, we've talked about this off air. Remember the Departed? Leonardo DiCaprio's character was a yeah. w- dropout of the police academy. Yes, turned gangster. Right. Hmm. Timothy McVeigh was a dropout of special forces. Mm-hmm. Turned domestic terrorist. Right. Weird. Anyway, um, we're not saying that happened with no. Tucker. Obviously, no. that's just weird. That's a funny mention. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about that off air. That we wonder, how, is he compromised? It's just something that you always have to wonder. Mm. But the, it, it, the move with Putin is crazy, to say the least. Well, Hillary Clinton said, quote, He says things that are not true. He parrots Vladimir Putin's pack of lies about Ukraine. So I don't see why Putin wouldn't give him an interview. Because through him, he can continue to lie about what his objectives are in Ukraine and what he expects to see happen. Mm. She just, every sentence is like a Rolodex of talking points. Meaningless. What difference does it make? Who blew up Nord Stream? <laughs> you for sure. I was busy that day. <laughs> Nate, it, do you have, do you have, <laughs> uh, I did not blow up North Stream. Uh, thank you, though. You personally may have an alibi, but the CIA has no such alibi. Do, do you have evidence that NATO or the CIA did it? You know, I won't get into details, but people always say in such cases, look for someone who is interested. But in this case, we should not only look for someone who is interested, but also for someone who has capabilities. Because there may be many people interested, but not all of them are capable of sinking to the bottom of the Baltic Sea and carrying out this explosion. 
These two components should be connected. Who is interested and who is capable of doing it? But I'm confused. I mean, that's the biggest act of industrial terrorism ever, and it's the largest emission of CO2 in, in history. Okay, so if you had evidence, and presumably given your security services, your intel services, you would, that NATO, the U.S., CIA, the West did this, why wouldn't you present it and win a propaganda victory? <laughs> In the war of propaganda, it is very difficult to defeat the United States because the United States controls all the world's media and many European media. The ultimate beneficiary of the biggest European media are American financial institutions. Don't you know that? You know, it's so interesting. I only saw it one time and I wasn't able to do it, but earlier this week, my wife has an Alexa, her uh, an Amazon Echo. Yeah. And I unplug it all the time. <laughs> but uh, there were images scrolling past it. And uh, this uh, like frequently asked questions came up. And the question was, Alexa, what does the State Department do? And it had like a logo of the State Department on it. And then it went away. But I wanted to take a picture of it and make some sort of a meme like, they mess shit up. <laughs> you know, like... What does the State Department do? Pictures of Benghazi and shit. Cripples innocent governments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kills the most stable leader countries have had for decades. Yeah. We get it. It's a shithole. It's inhumane. But it's not us. It's not our people. Topples, it wasn't anyway. Topples Libya. The country with the highest standard of living on the continent of Africa. Bunch of nice guys. Time after time. All right. Where we got? Anything a, fun, else? a funny story. One time, me and a couple boys, you guys know, were up in Minneapolis. Actually, we were in a town called Brooklyn Center. Twin Cities? Yeah. Yeah. This was like all the way back in 2008. And we were there for like this big convention where there, I mean, thousands of people showed up. But the night before, there was this get together that we'd heard about where people that were going to be at that convention were at drinking beers and whatnot. Nice. One at the Tin Whiskers? No. So, we later found out that Brooklyn Center is like the shittiest possible place in town we could have stayed. Yeah. Yeah, we should have known that from the condom wrapper we found under the mattress. Mm, when, nice. we were, when we were wrestling. <laughs> Had a, <laughs> a three-way wrestling session. Were you guys naked? Well, actually, it was me and one of the other guys ganging up on a bit, that big like 6'4", uh, 6'5", six, six, fellow we know. Okay. Bigfoot. Yeah. So anyway, we called this cab to take us to this club. And the name of the club was called Club Jaeger. As in Jaegermeister. Yeah. Club Jaeger. So I said, and this was me. I did this. I said, hey, can you please take us to uh, Club Jaeger? And he goes, he was a gentleman that had immigrated here from Africa. And he had on a really cool outfit. You know, it was like one of those colorful ones and I had the hat and whatnot. Like Nancy Pelosi wore after George no, Floyd No, it, it looked way cooler than anything that she wore. But uh, so he goes, after I said, can you please take us to Club Jaeger? He goes, please, please do not call me an N-word. <laughs> and me and the guys were like, whoa, what just happened? Yeah, no kidding. <clears throat> I said, no, no, no. Can you please take us to Club Jaeger? And he goes, please, please do not call me an N-word. 
and and I, I was like, no, no. And the guys are like, oh, what the heck is going on? Dude? Call another cab, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is too. Oh my gosh, that would have been so uncomfortable. <laughs> and the third time, I was like, no. I was like, look at me, bro. I said, can you please take us to club? Yay, girl. Were you, like, were you sober? Uh, no, we were drinking <laughs> a lot. Okay, we were. But did you three get, young men on a trip? Did you get your iPhone out and show them? No, this was before iPhones. Oh shit! And so he's like, "Oh yes, I take you. I know what that is. I take you." <laughs> Maybe though, he was doing that just to fuck with you. It was you were wild. Drunk. No, oh, no, man. no. He was like totally. He totally thought. He totally wasn't thought I was saying it. He wasn't messing with you? No. Man. No, he looked like he was getting ready to fight real quick. But we got the situation neutralized, and he was awesome, dude, the rest of the way. But he probably felt like a horse's ass a little bit then. No, once you... no, no. It was all good. Everything was cool. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Once he realized that he was mistaken. I mean, yeah, and he was going to get our money. Yeah. And I wasn't calling him horrible racial slurs yeah dude that would have been that would have been skin crawling uncomfortable <laughs> it was it was for a split second yeah, words are like bullets <laughs> they pierce and you can't take them back after you fire them but anyway right yeah so if you like what you're listening to then like follow share and subscribe listeners TP and I want to extend a very, very large heartfelt thank you to our broski, E-Rock, for getting a bunch of Rumble stuff loaded up. Yeah. We uh, have been getting a ton of hits, it looks like. I mean, at least us. We're yeah, happy with it. Thank you so much, yeah, everyone listening, thank you. because of this. And uh, that's a big deal to us. And, uh, yeah, our YouTube uh, listeners as well, E-Rock smoking on that. Yes. He's, he are smoking. E-Rock's hitting it hard on that and yeah. taking care of that. Yeah, so. hitting it hard. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> Thanks, brother, for doing that. Yeah. Uh, You're, we're current on that, right? But, but speaking of that, yeah, we're current. So speaking of that, hey, we've got a lot of new listeners. We thank you so much. Those ones that are, are listening now, I saw it looks like Minnesota's hitting us up. Yes. Uh, somebody so up. north of us, thank you very much. South of us, there's uh, mm-hmm. Kansas, Arkansas. I saw some Colorado. We got uh, Illinois, Iowa, obviously. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. I think I've seen South Carolina, Virginia, New Zealand. New Zealand. Look like somebody hit us up in New Zealand. Awesome. Thanks yeah. for listening. And it? all of our new Australian uh, listeners from Drew Miss and our brother from Down Under. Thank you. Shout out Drew Miss. Yes. Man. This is like a dream come true. Frankly. Yeah. Dude's badass. Yeah. And... Our listeners from Canada, shout out to the badass up there up north. Our brother from uh, the Great White North, Davey Wavy. That's right. Yeah. From the greater Toronto area, the GTA. Yeah. Yep. You know what's up, Davey? So thank you to all the new listeners that we've been getting. Yes. You guys rock. And we, oh, California too. I think hey. we, we got some from Whiskey Beer Conspiracies. Didn't you say another japan or something like that or the uk oh uk yeah, yeah we got some and scotland i think i saw well that's part of the uk but awesome yeah appreciate you yes 
Share it with your friends. That's so cool. Share it with your friends. Your neighbors. Yeah, share it with everybody. Especially, yeah, I mean. Your pub mates. Yeah, absolutely. That is freaking cool. Love to go there someday. New Zealand, too. I, I'd like to do some skiing and fishing in New Zealand. That'd do, be wild. Do some Lord of the Rings. Oh, my goodness. Sightseeing. Yeah. No. yeah. No, that would be freaking awesome. TV I would. Yeah. Hiking up there, dude. So, yes. Thank you very much to all our new listeners. Everybody keep sharing, please, very much. We got some more interviews on the way. It's getting hot. Yeah. More collabs with Hank and Chef Kyle. That's right. 643 and Sunday Night uh, Secret Society. You can follow us on X at Iowa Talk Guys. On Instagram at Iowa Talk Guys underscore podcast. At YouTube at Iowa Talk Guys. And Rumble at Iowa Talk Guys. Yeah. I would like to encourage everybody to please uh, hit that follow button on X because, I mean, it's so crazy. It has Something has to be going on because, and I'm not complaining, I'm just, this is the reality of the situation. We get likes and we have follows from people with like 120,000 followers. Yeah. A- and not a single follower. It's weird. Yeah. It and, weird. and like correspondence with people and, and whatnot from time to time. It's crazy. But uh, I don't know. I guess you got to earn those follows. Yeah. Twitter uh, X is a rough world to be on, I guess. It is. Instagram is a lot better. TP's doing a lot better I with think that it's over there. A little bit easier. Yeah. I don't know if any of Shorter our- attention span, too, without reading for the most part, right? It's a lot of reels. Yeah. And pictures and stuff and yeah. memes. Um, that's where E Rock comes in strong with the memeing. Memeing ain't easy. Mm hmm. We said that at the very beginning of our show. I think the very episode one, memeing ain't easy, baby. So, anywho, always remember, don't eat the yellow cake, don't eat the yellow snow, don't drink the Kool-Aid, don't forget, words are like bullets. Iowa Talk, guys, out. Hi, good night, everybody. Thank you very much. Very nice. Appreciate it.